This podcast is brought to you by A Hotel Life, an award-winning travel website and community founded by Ben Pundell. This episode features Athena Calderon, author, interior designer, culinary storyteller and founder of Icewoom. Today, I will be speaking to the ever-delightful and talented Athena Calderon, founder of Icewoon, author of Cook Beautiful, Live Beautiful, Incredible, Mum, Wife, Yogi, and, uh, <laughs> and my friend, actually. So uh, today is a thoroughly enjoyable a Hotel Life Live. We took a little break for a few days, so welcome back. So we're gonna get stuck in, Athena. How are you doing? Where are you? How are you quarantining? I'm doing okay. Today I feel good. Um, yesterday and the day before I was not feeling so great. Um, not like, um, not my health, but um, my head. Right. My head and my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that there's so many waves of emotions that are happening. And, but today's a good day, so I'm, I'm happy about that. And I am just trying to take things day by day and not be so hard on myself because when I start to think too much about the future and how am I going to pay my bills and what's going to happen with school for my son and this all podcast the things, is brought it to just by gives me anxiety. Life, so I've been trying not to do that and today and I'm community. not doing that. Um, but ben I Pumble. am in Brooklyn in our home, which we've been... We've been good. We've been like really connecting a lot as a family. Like we've taken on projects and um, within our home. Like it's it's been nice to be together and spend every meal together, especially with a teenage son who's out and about all the time. It's just it's been sweet. We've been Jivan and I have been cooking together a lot. And, you know, thankfully, I really enjoy my family. We're not at each other's throat. <laughs> Thank goodness yes yeah. i'm sure i'm sure there's a lot of people who are in less fortunate situations so how is this affecting you professionally because it's not like you have a regular job where you go to the office how is this affecting you professionally either positively or negatively um i mean my my work my world my business has always been about the home because i straddle both the culinary creating recipes creating content um and then also design is you know for a very long time, I felt, uh, I, you know, before I met you, when, when my son was born and Victor was traveling around the world, I was home a lot and I was isolated. I'm not saying it's the same as what we're going through now, but my world really began because I was, I felt a little trapped in my home mm. in my twenties. Um, so in a way, I'm just continuing to do what I normally do. I'm still creating recipes and I'm sharing them with you know, my, my following, um, I'm still, I'm doing these incredible like design videos where I'm sharing styling tips and ways that people can kind of appreciate the things that they already have in their home and see them through a new lens. Mm-hmm. So, um, in a sense, my work is thriving, mm-hmm. but I'm not making any money. <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, maybe, maybe we need this period of creativity because we were, I think maybe we were all a little too financially focused. So maybe we needed this period of creativity. Now, the one thing you're doing, Athena, is you are keeping us dreaming. You are keeping us all swooning, whether it's yoga, whether it's design, food, 
we need that more than ever right now. So, you know, I'm sure there are a lot of people here who would agree, you know, thank you so much for keeping us streaming, keeping us happy, keeping us inspired. Uh, so Athena, you, you have written two beautiful books and it seemed like, you know, the first one came out of, of nowhere. Now I, I know you, I have eaten with you, but um, both books, uh, Cook Beautiful and Live Beautiful are visually uh, delicious. They are very inspiring and you make it look so easy and I'm sure it is not easy at all. So tell us a little bit about the, 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 the process there. The Cook Beautiful was, I started developing the recipes in 2015. Um, the book came out in 2017. It's a very, making a book is a very long process. I definitely, uh, well, I don't want to say that I felt insecure, but it was a process that I'd never gone through when I was making Cook Beautiful. It was foreign to me. And I'm such a visual person, as you said, that for me, oftentimes, starting with the visual helps create the narrative and helps me kind of figure out where I'm going. And with a cookbook, you start with the recipes. Um, so developing all of those recipes without kind of knowing where I was going visually and, you know, I have, I, I'm constantly having so many various ideas, like honing in on what I wanted to share and how I wanted to share it and making sure that I wasn't repetitious and learning really how to properly write a recipe. I was, I was learning as I was going. I, I mm. had this, you know, momentous and very exciting moment upon me, but, um, it was something I'd never done before. So there was a huge learning curve um, and it was a very stressful time. We were renovating a house at the same time I was kind of developing the cookbook. And um, I just felt, I felt very um, overwhelmed a little bit at times throughout the process, but it's also because I'm a perfectionist and I put a lot of pressure on myself, but um, it was a huge learning experience. Even being on set and shooting the cookbook um, I, I've shared this before, but it was the first time I'd hired people to cook my recipes mm. and to style. Like I was a one woman show for so long. Like I was cooking, I was styling, I was plating, I was shooting. So all I swear things, to God though, I've definitely done some peeling and chopping. I've definitely done some peeling and true. chopping for you in that's the past. That's true. <laughs> one woman show plus Ben and Vic to clean. <laughs> um, so it was just like, it was very, it was very different for me. All of a sudden I really had to advocate for myself, really speak up. And I found myself on set being a little kind of quiet mm. and meek, like not um, really sharing assertively what I needed and I wanted. Um, but so eventually throughout the process of shooting it, I found my voice and I, I found that I really, you know, this was my book and I needed to make sure that it was executed in the way I wanted. I mean found your voice athena is you won a james beard award for it i mean it's incredible so do you have any favorites in cook beautiful actually the recipe that i made last night for dinner the whole roasted chicken is probably my favorite recipe in the book and funny enough i had never um made a whole roasted chicken before i developed it it's the best it's the best oh my goodness it's the best so it's much the best. Oh, remember that that house is kind of where it all began. That's really where I started developing recipes, more entertaining, more. The idea for Eye Swoon was born in that house that you just showed. You saw that house before it was renovated. <laughs> it's a beautiful house and, it's good. Uh, uh, and undoubtedly incredibly 
creatively inspiring and if that's I mean, if this is what comes from that house, let me move in for a while. <laughs> um, but um, I do want to share that Live Beautiful, the second book, I had a completely different, I mean, I was in a better place uh, financially and just in a better headspace when I started Live Beautiful. I was in a, a, a very depleted place when I was making Cook Beautiful. I, I was very, I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't doing my yoga practice. I wasn't working out. I wasn't eating well. Um, I was not meditating. Like I was just in a very stressful place. So I think that that kind of exacerbated the whole thing. Um, but I was still so proud of that book. But I kind of went through a transition right when I finished that book of taking care of myself and making choices for myself that I knew would kind of support my creativity and support my headspace and my heart. Um, so the way I approached Live Beautiful just felt so much more joyful. And it also uh, started with the visual because I went, um, Nicole Franzen and I um, and, and Jordana who's on my team, we traveled you know, across this country and around the world shooting homes. So I was just, I love being on set. I mm -hmm. love being around creative mm -hmm. people. I love kind of styling together and learning people's process. So for me, it, th that book started with the visual. And then I, once I got to see all this beautiful content we captured, that's where the writing began. So in a way it just kind of fit. I love both books and I'm so proud of both books, but um, somehow it's probably because I was just in a healthier place in my life, but somehow it was uh, more joyful for Live Beautiful, Live Beautiful, yeah. What did you do to get yourself into that good creative place? I was supposed to deliver Live Beautiful um, a season prior. So I just knew how stressed I was. So the first thing I did was ask my publisher if I could push back the release of the book six months, which was really hard for me because I'm such a people pleaser and I didn't wanna like say that I couldn't deliver. So that was the first thing I did. And that suddenly gave me like a breath of space for me to grasp hold of. Um, and when I did, I decided it, it was um, August, like the end of July or August, two summers ago. Um, and I, I stopped drinking which is crazy in August, but I stopped drinking. Um, I started working out every day, doing yoga and doing soul cycle, um, and just starting to eat a lot cleaner uh, and healthier and just make smarter choices for, I, I wasn't meditating at that point. I kind of did things in stages. I, I really was about like taking care of my body first um, because I knew it would help my head. And then I'd say about like six to eight months in, I started um, Transcendental Meditation. Well, I think if you are eating clean, which you do, and working out, that's, uh, that's half the battle, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. They're just, just taking care of, of my body and, and starting to work out and carve out that time for myself. So much shifted um, for myself. And, and I remember that then Victor started working out and then everything just started to trickle. Like once we were taking care of ourselves, like there was music on in our house more, there was more joy. There was um, like, and, and Jivan said like, everything just feels so much like chiller and easier. And like dad's listening to podcasts now and you're putting music on as you're cooking and like just everything shifted in our household just for taking care of yourself. Wisdom from the Calderon boys there. <laughs>
Yes, your husband looks like my, my younger brother. He is in <laughs> exceptional shape. So Athena, you and I have been, been friends for many years and I, I don't think I've ever Googled you. So I was, I was doing some research last night. Now, I'm sorry if this is going to embarrass you a little bit, but I was blown away, although not that surprised, with some of the press that you've received over the years, whether it's Vogue or Vanity Fair, Wall Street Journal, Departures. I mean, you, you name it. I mean, the press you have received is absolutely phenomenal and very, very well deserved. And the New York Times called you the modern girl's Martha Stewart, which I <laughs> loved and I'd actually never heard before. And I'm sure many people watching this may, may, may have done so. so uh, but the modern girl's Martha Stewart, I mean, tell us about that. Is that something you're proud of? Is that something you're going for? Is there something that you're dying to accomplish that you haven't done so yet? I feel very seen for what for what I do, I, I do. And that that feels amazing. Um, and it, it's something I'm very proud of. I mean, she she definitely carved out a space for, for me and for so many of us that uh, really have taken the, their home life and the, you know, my passions, as I said before, started in the home. And Martha Stewart kind of defined that you, um, you don't have to just choose a singular linear path. And for a really long time, I hadn't allowed myself to be multifaceted because I thought that you needed to excel at one mm. thing. And it could never just be food or design or entertaining. Um, it has to be all of them for me. That's just the way my brain operates. Um, so yeah, I, I feel really good about that. And, and to be kind of compared to her is a huge honor. Um, is there something more I want to do? I. Um, I love everything that I do, but a lot of what I do is contingent upon collaborating with brands, which I'm, mm. I love because it, it get you know I get to kind of dive into the DNA of a brand and and create a visual uh, narrative or a culinary narrative, you know, and I love that. But I do want to figure out what it is that I do without having to attach myself to a brand. I, I want to create my own product line. I want to, you know, perhaps explore TV opportunities. I want to be self-sustaining, self-sufficient rather than being dependent on other brands, which I hadn't planned on talking about this, but um, I don't think that many people realize that that's the only way that I make money because especially when I get like the haters that say like, oh, I can't believe you're posting another sponsored something. Like without it, I, I don't that's, really- That's work, that's what you that's, do. Yeah. That's, my, that's my job. Yeah, I mean, I used to have an interior design business, but since I soon took off, um, I, I don't have that anymore. I mean, I designed my own home. So um, I, want to, I want to continue those explorations because I, I creatively love to work with various brands, but I also want to have my own my own um, leg to stand on. Well, I think that's why, that's why maybe this uh, expression, modern girls, Martha Stewart, is very important because you are a multi-hyphenate, you do many things, and I think that's very inspiring to a lot of people, especially the future generation that don't want a job. This is if your, your side hustle becomes, you know, your side hustle has a side hustle. And, you know, <laughs> it's always uh, a side hustle. It's always a, it's always a side hustle. Athena, there is one thing I know about you and your husband and, and your son. You are through and through New Yorkers and uh, you've been through many things in, in New York. You've been through 9-11, you've been through Hurricane Sandy, the blackouts 
the economic downturn. You've been through the great times and the rough times. What does it mean to you right now to be a New Yorker, given that we're at the epicenter of, of this global pandemic? Uh, I, I think that we're so resilient. I think that we're actually more resilient than we actually give ourselves credit for. I, and I also think that for as much as people say New Yorkers are so tough, I do feel a sense of uplifting and community throughout all of this more than ever before. I, I feel as though even like the first couple of weeks in the pandemic, and, and this sounds like a, a very silly example, but it really touched me. I got an email from the marble guy that is the fabricator that installs the marble in our home, like something so simple, like, but somebody that I count on as a designer, mm-hmm. you know, just sending an email, just, just saying, I, I hope everyone's okay. I, I mm-hmm. hope that you're okay. I know that we're thinking of you. And I just, it's, it's touching that, you know, people are looking after one another. I yeah. do really feel that. And, and I think that um, it's, it's just beautiful to see people come together and to support one another. And I, I, I feel that about New Yorkers right now more than ever. Despite my accent, I've been in New York for 22 years. I consider myself a New Yorker. I'm a proud New Yorker. And we do support each other. And I love what Cuomo said. You know, uh, gay, straight, rich, poor, black, white. It it doesn't matter. New York loves you. Uh, And I love that. And I feel like that so much right now. And I I just want to kind of help as many people as I can. Um, Which is is not always easy, as you know. But... um, I think it's time to be a proud New Yorker. And, and as you said, you know, check on, check on your friends, check on, check on your neighbors. Yeah. Very important. Very important. Um, which I want to talk, talk to you about in a second, because actually we'll talk about it now. You have been very supportive of, of a lot of people. Um, a lot of uh, uh, creative types who, who you work with, whether it's people who build your website and, and, and brand identity, photography, graphic design, all sorts. You've been very, very supportive and very vocal about that. And you've been very supportive of many charities and causes during this pandemic. I would love for you to talk, talk about that for a second, because it's one of the things I love about you most. And not everything, not everything that you do appeals to me. I, I don't have a guard. I can't go out and find a branch for my, uh, to adorn my table. And <laughs> I didn't know what a crustata was. But, uh, excuse me, but there are some things that, you know, you inspire me more than any of my friends. So, and this, this is certainly one of them. Um, I, I did feel as though I needed to help shine a light on various organizations because people want to help. I think that the one thing that we all need is to help others because when we all, we're all feeling helpless and to combat helplessness, you need to help others. Um, And not everybody knows how to help. So I started with things that just were really close to me, that really, um, you know, the restaurant industry, for example, you know, when I started Moon, I I really started taking risks and asking larger than life chefs to, if I could step into their kitchen and cook with them. That's right. Uh, and um, so I, I, it really, so many, uh, they invited me into their kitchens and they gave me the confidence and they gave me the tools to have um, better technique. And it, you know, it, it helped build my brand. So I did feel it was really important to help support them. So there's um, an organization called Roar that um, I, I did a video for and helped kind of spread information to just raise money for, you know, I think that 
at the time when I did it, it was something like 13 million jobs are lost because of, of the restaurant industry. So I, I was trying to shine a light on that. And then it kind of snowballed. And, and every week I share four organizations that are um, either helping people on the front lines or um, helping feed people or also, you know, my dad's not well right now. Thankfully, he's getting he's getting better. But it was really hard for me that, you know, he um, I wasn't able to see him and he mm. was in the hospital and, and in a rehab facility. Um, so I started uh, getting involved with a couple of organizations that help the elderly and um, deliver meals to them. So Invisible Hands is one of them and, and God's Love We Deliver is another one. So um, I, you know, if something touches me and something that I'm, I'm, I'm trying to um, heal within myself, I feel like I'm trying to shine a light on it and then just, you know, broadly choosing a variety of organizations to, to give people ideas. Now, Athena, are they on your site or are they, uh, they're sent out with the weekly newsletter? I do them on my Instagram stories so that people can immediately swipe up to them. But I've also been doing a, a weekly newsletter and sharing the organizations in the weekly newsletter. Great stuff. So if you're looking for ways to help, which is often very confusing during this time, then please, um, you know, go on to Athena's Instagram. Don't get too lost in the food and, and design. <laughs> go and uh, go and help if you can. So. Athena, thank you very much. Very inspiring. But switching gears for a second, there is a digital cultural revolution happening, uh, a forced digital cultural revolution happening because yes. of this pandemic and everybody's at home and people are sharing. There's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, people are sharing, whether it's yoga, meditation, dancing. I did a talent <laughs> show. You can ask me about that later <laughs> if you want. Um, have you been getting involved in, in, in anything? What, what, have, what have you been up to? And do you think there's anything that's here to, here to stay? Oh, I 1000% think that people are going to engage more digitally. I think that, um, you know, we did as a family, I don't know if, it, I think you joined, um, but as a family, Victor was, uh, did a DJ live set and, and you know, I, my life as yours did started in night, nightclubs. So I've been dancing behind my DJ of a husband for the last 22 years. So bringing it into the home felt so right. It really, it felt so right. I thought that right. it wouldn't feel right. And you know, what's really interesting is like, Jivon actually obviously always knew that his dad was a DJ, but it, was, it touched him in a way that surprised all of us because he really got to see the power of how people are connecting. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, DJ Live said, I'm starting a new series called um, Design Your Inner Dwelling, starting yeah. next week. That is going to be a yoga series um, on my Instagram Live. I'm not sure how that split screen is going to work with yoga, but um, I realized that like, not only do, do I kind of have this magnetic attraction to DJs, I also have it towards yoga teachers. And at, there's like, I think I might be a yoga groupie. <laughs> um, so I just started thinking about like all these amazing women in my life that are yogis. And I was like, yeah, we're de I design meals and I design homes, but we have to design our inner dwelling too. So um, yeah, I'm going to start this limited Instagram live series with me and a couple of my favorite yoga teachers. Amazing. When does that start? Next Tuesday. Brilliant. DJs and yogis are similar. They kind of lead the tribe, don't they? In, in they sure ways. do. And it's kind of a retox detox thing as well. <laughs> totally. so, uh, 
you know, and for those that don't know, Athena's husband is 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 not just any old DJ. It's Victor Calderon, the uh, infamous and very talented <laughs> DJ and producer. So you know, it's not just any old DJ. And of course, Javan should be inspired by his dad. And just so you know, what I did in the talent show is, yeah. is you know, has everybody anybody seen that that Asian man who lies on the floor naked and then whips the, the whips the thing away and with the teapots and stuff and it all stuff. Yeah, I did that and I won. <laughs> Wait, you were naked? Yeah, naked lying on the floor with a, with like a tablecloth and then you whip the tablecloth away with the cups and saucers. Another thing I did, my friend Courtney does uh, this thing called house call where you, where you go around your house and then you actually choose something from your house and you auction it. Uh, you, you auction something from your, from your home uh, and she's done it with various people and we raised some money for, um, for frontline food. Um, so yeah, there's some very, uh, it's very innovative, so cool. very, very innovative, innovative things happening. Yeah. Not for everybody. Don't try this at home or do, <laughs> or do. So that's brilliant. So that starts on, that starts on Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday it's 1030 in the morning, Eastern standard time for an hour. So on a, on a slightly more serious note, do you think this is the reset the world needs or do you think it's uh, going to go back to business as usual? I don't think life is going to be the same. I don't think business is going to be the same. I don't think school is going to be the same. I don't think our social lives are going to be the same. I, I do think I do think that globally we needed a reset. Of course, what's happening in the world is heartbreaking, but I do think that we each have to kind of see that there is some sort of silver lining, whether that be connecting with our family more or... Um, there's a lot that I don't miss about my prior life. Right. I'm definitely going to carry a lot yeah. of what I've learned and a lot of the practices and a lot of the quiet and the stillness that I realized I desperately needed. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, yes, I want the world to, I want to be able to travel again and I want to be able to work again. Um, and I want to be able to go to restaurants again, but I do think that there's going to be a lot of shifts in, in my conscious choices and, and I think globally. Mm -hmm. I think everybody's enjoy, uh, enjoying the, uh, certainly in New York, the, the kind of energy taken, taken down a, a notch or two. It's very important. Yeah. It's, uh, it's very good for the anxiety. You know, I used to feel, and Victor can attest to this, but I used to feel like I really had to go to all of these events for my business. You know, in New York City, you feel the pressure if you get invited to these high profile events or galas or whatever. You know, I always placed so much importance on all of them because I thought that they were uh, progressing my career or being seen and out and about was important. And I've realized now that they, it, it was just, depleting me, it was just making me exhausted and, and actually just being in my home and creating more. Um, my Instagram since, I mean, not that this is important, but I will share it, but my Instagram from March, since the pandemic started until now, has grown 70,000 people. That's me creating content, me sharing um, my process, how I style in my home, how I design my home, sharing the recipes that I'm making in video form, because a lot of what I was doing was really um, intimidating, just in still photos or mm -hmm. even the cookbook had such a peak in sales since I started doing my Amazing. ice cream unplugged because people are watching me make the recipes. So right. 
I think to myself, well, I thought that going to events was furthering my career, but no, actually putting the time in and sharing with my community is what's furthering my career. Mm -hmm. Athena, a little fun now, quick fire round. Which yes. We've done this before. Best thing you've cooked in lockdown? Lemon carbonara. In industry crush. Do you have an industry crush? Design, cooking, travel, fashion? Um, I love design. I'm crushing on design. Like a person. You want me to share a person? Yeah. Oh. Um, but it's good to know you're crushing on design. I am crushing on design. We can see that. <laughs> um. Um, my, uh, my design crush is one of my really dear friends, Colin King. Great, Colin King. Colin King. Very nice. Yes. Okay, nickname as a kid. You know, it's a little hard to put Athena into a nickname, but my brother and my dad used to call me Gooch. Gooch, I like Gooch. it. <laughs> Gooch, I like Gooch. it. Okay, favorite hotel in the world? Favorite hotel in the world. You can't say Il Pelicano because everybody says Il Pelicano. You can't say that. <laughs> Mezzatore. <laughs> Mezzatore, done. Uh, quarantine skill you've discovered. I, the skill that I discovered is that I prefer to stay home than to be out and be social. Uh, <laughs> respect. Most uh, luxurious, guilty pleasure that you've bought while you've been in quarantining? Huh. Um, I've really, I've been buying a lot of cheese doodles. Cheese tools? Cheese doodles. Cheese doodles. Like crunchy cheese, cheese snack. Oh. Like, I mean, that's not, that's not luxurious, but it is guilty pleasure. Okay, first place you'll travel to when you can. Um, Italy. Italy. I'm coming, I'm coming. Uh, trend you wish never happened? During quarantine? No, just trend ever that you wish never happened. I just, I just don't think stirrup pants should ever come back. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'd all agree. Quarantine hero? Cuomo, it's gotta be. Cuomo, it's gotta be. Okay, favorite DJ? Ah, okay, good. <laughs> All right, so that's uh, uh, one, one, other, one other question. What advice would you give for anyone wanting to kind of follow in your creative footsteps? Because you are a multi-hyphenate. You do, uh, you work in the world of, of, you know, of everything, art, film, fashion, mu music, design, philanthropy, you name it. So what advice would you have to somebody who, who wants to kind of follow in your footsteps? I would say that right now, being that there is like a, a pause on the world is a great time to explore something that just makes your heart sing. Even if you don't know if it would ever become a career in any way, I, I think that this is a time to kind of explore whether it is taking an online course in, mm -hmm. you know, design or you know a friend of mine is taking a harvard baking class like i think that this is the time to explore something creative that might have absolutely nothing to do with your career actually um victor is going to take a um music production course for film and tv because Amazing. why not like Amazing. there are so many online courses and you know victor's career is definitely on pause for God only knows how long. So why not develop yourself in another space? So 
yeah, if you love design like I do, or if you love, you know, cooking as I do, like just keep honing your skills and doing what you love and don't necessarily let yourself be um, paused by not having a path because I did that for a really long time. I, I wasn't allowing myself, mm. you know, my career didn't start until I was in my thirties because I placed so much judgment on myself because it wasn't linear. Mm -hmm. So it was only once I just started to follow my heart and just do what I loved that things started to develop. So hone, hone your craft and do what you love and, and maybe know that there you're on a path, even though you don't know where the end result is. Words of wisdom. Athena, thank you so much for your time, for being so generous with your time. Thank you so much for being so inspiring. Thank you so much for keeping us all dreaming. Thank you to everybody who, uh, who has joined us today. Please stay safe, stay healthy, stay positive, stay sane. Call your mum, call your friends. Call your mum. Call your mum. Yeah. Athena, I love you. Thank you so much. I love you, Ben. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for joining. This podcast is brought to you by A Hotel Life, an award-winning travel website and community founded by Ben Pundell. This episode features Athena Calderon, author, interior designer, culinary storyteller, and founder of iSwoon, 